everyone. My name is Chuby. And I'm Vanessa. And welcome to No Filters, No Fears podcast. Yay! Level Elephant is a level four. And today we, it's Memory Monday. We brought it back. Well, it was never gone. It's always there. But it's Memory Monday milestones. As you heard in the beginning, it could be it was about um I don't know anything in reality milestones. No. We've chosen different types of milestones because there's different types. Right. So there's you know personal milestones, there's Horrible. developmental milestones for kids, for adults, for education, uh, historical milestones. So we compiled each a list of ten. We'll yeah. see what happens. <laughs> But of course, where do we begin? Definition. I was like, does she know? Does she know? Yes, definition. Of course, I know the definition. A significant event or stage in the life, progress, development, or the life of a person, nation, etc. I mean, this is a very simple definition. We all know what a milestone is. We all have them personally as well, so it's okay. Whoever's watching, you could also, you know, share. Yes. Your own. We were like, yeah, milestones that you think are important, yes, or have been important to you. That'd be awesome. Okay. Okay. I'm very excited. Okay. I'm excited. Okay, I'll start first, I guess. So okay. one of the milestones that I have, um, when gay marriage became legal in all 50 states in June 2015. <laughs> I actually I have Stonewall on mine. I'm not even going to say like, we're not saying it in order, but if I see something that's like correlates. Okay. okay. So, and Stonewall, do you have Stonewall as a separate one? Stonewall makes 52 years today. Whoa! Yeah. That is crazy. That is a, a milestone and a half. I'm glad that this is the first one we bring up. Because I have something to say. <laughs> say it. Um, I really, really invite people that don't know what Pride is about to look it up. Know your history. And that applies to gay, straight, bi, whatever. It applies to everyone. Um, because all history is all of our history. Um, and I feel like sometimes even people from the community forget where certain things come from and what it means and then start holding their own prejudice and judgment against things that they don't understand or may not be where it started. But pride was born of a need to, to, for equality Right? And, and to not feel shunned by society for being who you are and loving who you wanted to love. That being said, I remind everyone, and we'll throw it back to our Stonewall episode, the people who started um, the movement and the riots were transgender women, okay? Drag queens. And um, uh, I can't remember his name now or their name now, but, and, uh, you know, a drag king that was well-known and happy and loud. <laughs> so when 
And they faced from their own community a lot of backlash um, and were not accepted and got crap from the gay community because they were too feminine or too whatever. That's nonsense. That's what was being done to you and you're going to do to your own community. Don't do that. Que feo. And that's the thing that I don't think they understand. It's like, why are you doing the same thing? Like, if you don't understand it, learn about it, but don't, you know, make a joke about it or, you know. And it's a great time and everybody, like, I love the parades and I love La Pachanga and La Rumba and let's, you know, let's have a drink, let's do a thing, all about it. But remember what it really is about. It's like when we are just taking, you know, certain holidays to just get crunk and forget what the holiday is about, (laughs) right? So... It's the same thing. And the more time passes, the more it gets associated with just how big can you party and how many corporations can say that they support it to make a bigger buck um, versus actual remembrance and tribute and appreciation. And now that new things are are coming up or being given a name, they're identifiers, they're, you know, the, the more sense of community being built, it's like now they have something new to uh, be prejudiced towards within their own community. No, no. <laughs> no. So that's my piece on that. Yeah, there's a because backstory- I'm at the end of June, so I had to say what I had to say. But there's a backstory to this. Yes. Also, that's why we're over here, like, not saying much to what actually needs to be said. But if you want to know, go to my page on my Instagram. I have a post. You could go read about it if you care. But anyway, yeah. Just just giving you something because everybody's probably like, okay, that sound is so vague in so many ways. That was so cryptic. Yeah. But but- that was, was the purpose. No, you, you want me to name another one or you want to na- name another one? You name another one. Okay. So to me, this one was important as a person because in 1983, Sally Ride became first American woman in space. What? What? Yeah, that's cool. Yes. I don't that know. That was just, huge. I just feel like, it, like a little girl watching this woman going into space and you know how other jobs then were like only male oriented and it's like only men can do that and only men can watching a woman you know going up there and then you're like five years old and you're like oh my god you know super inspiring right and you're like i want to do that i want to be her when i grow up you know like this guy's literally like you could be whatever you want and I don't know, I like that. But how many jobs, right, exist out there that still, like you say, oh, because my doctor, and people automatically assume he. He, right. Right. Again, listen, Linda's, and we're not saying, like, caca to the guys. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it is the reality. Right. <laughs> it is the reality of what has been history. You know, women did not have physicians in these kind of situations and were not represented. And little by little, it started to to be real. And we were represented. And so now, you know, you say certain positions, female-owned businesses account for billions of dollars 
in the corporate market. market. Women-owned, women-run businesses. Suck on that one. <laughs> that on its own is a milestone when women couldn't even own property, couldn't even have anything under their name, not even a freaking bank account, not even sell candles mm -hmm. under in the 1800s. So listen, it's come a long way. Hence, it's you know, come a definitely long way. I mean, now, and you know, it's sad. We're at 2021 and we still have the issue of like, men are still being paid more than some women. But now we're seeing that shift where it's like now some women are being paid more than men and now men are feeling hurt. <laughs> but now, now they, now they know what it feels like. Um, but definitely it's awesome to see, you know, who is it? Who was the other day? Um, they, they named the first like female coach or female owner or something like that for one of the, for a basketball team. Am I, am I making this up? Somebody else tell me. But I read that and I got so excited. I was like, hell yeah. Hell no, yeah. You're talking about I briefly saw it, but yeah, this with the woman's NBA. Yeah. Okay. So it was like, that's phenomenal. Right. And now we see like in soccer, um, you would mainly hear about, you know, the the US team all the time. Now you hear about all of the teams. You hear about all the players being represented. And the women's soccer teams are freaking Baraslandia, right? So to see female representation out there and it being in a kick-ass way, I'm about that. <laughs> and mind you, we're not saying that we're, you know, disregarding the men and their goodness of what they've done and contributing to yeah. society that actually has helped everyone, you know, but yeah, women are being celebrated because we had to, they, they had to fight in order for them to even get a name out there. And I mean, if, if we're, if we're really on it, it takes, it takes a village, it takes a village of, of women. It also took a, took a village of men with vision that knew better, that knew that women did not deserve to be seen as less than or treated as less than or paid less than. It took those men to step up and because they had the clout and the authority to say something, right. right? And I hope it sounds familiar in the sense of like, you know, everything that's happening now when it comes to, you know, race and, and, and you know, and xenophobia and things like that of being able when you have a position of privilege to stand up and help right so yeah so remember minor I'll, I'll say my historical ones first so that way i don't because i feel like i'm gonna deviate to like oh, okay yeah no problem normal town. well my one historical one that is exciting for me is um on august 8th of 2009 sonia sotomayor was the first hispanic woman um elected to Supreme Court Justice, and she was the third woman ever and first Hispanic. Ooh. So that was Baraslandia, right? Um, not only to be represented, to have, you know, a Hispanic person represented in such a high court, but that it's a woman, <laughs> that's a double whammy. Yes, it is. Remember, if you're watching, you're also you could share your milestones in your life. It could be personal, it could be work related. I don't know. Just share. 
oh, this one, which you know how I am. This one's really important to me. Um, okay. The 19th Amendment became law in 1920. And what is that? Women's rights to vote. <laughs> I feel like I can go back on almost every episode of No Filters, No Fears and find at least one comment about women's right to vote. <laughs> I'm sorry, but listen. Y'all, even if it's for Chuby's sake, go and vote. <laughs> And mind you, it didn't even start in 1920. It started like way before that. And it didn't even get passed until then. I'm sorry, but if you're going to work so freaking hard for something, don't let it go to waste. Like do something, use it. Because they did fight for for women to have the right to vote for a reason. It's mm -hmm. important. Anyway, your, your turn. Okay. So this is also another historical one. I do not have an official date. Yeah, that's fine. But I know it was a milestone. Um, because I, when I heard about this, I was horrified because I didn't know about it until a couple of years ago, funny enough. Um, I learn a lot when I do plays. And I'm glad I do because this actually pertains to my culture, my history. And it was when they stopped allowing and they stopped putting up signs in Miami Beach that said no shirt, no shoes, no Cubans, no blacks, no Cubans. There were actually signs on, on, on doors that, and windows Unbelievable. that did not, you know, so it was, a, and the, you know, no shirts. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. You're going to, you know, nice place. No shoes. Okay. Why not? Okay. Shoes, no dogs. Okay. Personal preference, but to include human beings in a list right like that um and very specific no cubans um and it was like that for years and it's really difficult because so who who was working in those hotels right right exactly the people working in the hotels so if you happen to not need to work in those hotels or or wanted to do a vacation and had been saving up, you wouldn't have been able to. And when I learned about that, I thought it was so absurd because it's also, we see so many, I see so many um, of my peoples, of my Cuban peoples being so prejudiced, being so racist. It feels like how, how I don't, I, it really is. And I'm not being facetious. I'm not trying to be a dick. <laughs> But it really is beyond me when people who should understand respond with the same, right? And we all know that it's a choice. There's choices. Like we've talked about it, like with um, when, when someone suffers uh, a trauma, that you have the choice of like to be to, to say the victim, to, to, to push for certain, to be the survivor. And it takes time and it takes a choice. But, but this particular thing of like knowing what it feels like to be, have racism at you, prejudice, and, and then to do it to somebody else, give me a Yeah, I'm never going to understand that either. It's just, I don't understand. If that weren't the case, and it would just create, you know, the power in numbers bit, I understand. You understand. We understand. Let's go stop some shit. Right. <laughs> but no, it's like 
oh, well, because this one thing, right? Identifiers, and what is it? this one thing is different. It doesn't apply to me. I no me voy a meter. Right. That, that, I'm not going to go there. It's not my problem until it's your problem. Yeah, mm -hmm. And then nobody wants to help you. And then it's like, oh, nobody helps me. Boo -hoo. I will f you. <laughs> no, I mean, basically, it's just we all need each other in some way or another. And you're going to learn the, the tough way when you're by yourself. So, yeah. But I, 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 I can't even believe that actually existed. I mean, there's a bunch of crap that existed throughout time, but over here, it's like sometimes you wonder, like, wow, you know? And it's not that it affected me any less, but, you know, it obviously, and we're human, it, it hits you different and it resonates with, with you differently when it really is in close relation to you, right? So it hurt, it sucked, and I... I understood the gravity and the value of like, how could people say whites fountain, black fountain, and, and, and during segregation have this like bathrooms, and, like a back of the bus, that kind of shit, right? It was already absurd to begin with, but then you're like, oh, that, that was that mentality and like, okay, we're coming up but to think you're like, oh, but if the excuse was the skin color what was wrong with Cubans, right? Mm -hmm. And so like, the problem is just difference. Yeah. It's just difference. And the fear of thinking what happens when these new people are coming into our, our turf. Right. It's gonna happen to our jobs, right? That mentality of like having to push immigrants away because oh, they're gonna take our jobs. You don't wanna have the jobs that they're willing to do. And they're doing it for the right reasons. Right, exactly. <laughs> right? For their families to, to, to build a better life for themselves, for their families. And, and and the judgment and the critique is is harsh. So it was a shitty thing yeah, to no. learn about. I did two, you know. <laughs> yeah, I did three. You did three? Okay. Well, I had to I did three technically because I said Stonewall. Yeah, during no, your that's that's the second one yeah so we're okay okay so do another one okay so maureen turner oklahoma's first non-binary muslim legislator whoa i don't it's recent like okay, yeah non-binary out muslim legislator yep I was like, you said, huh? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it says for everything that people complain that there's no change, there's no this. Yes, it's slow and it's sad that it has to be so slow that it has been so slow. I mean, that's big. Yeah. I and it's a, testament, it's a testament to us going in the right direction. Yes, steps to lead you forward. <laughs> to to the politics back. I, I have some, not all <laughs> But yeah, I was really excited about about that. When I, when I heard that and I saw that, I could not, I was like ecstatic. I was like, because this one, it, it teaches you or shows you that it doesn't matter who you are, that you could still get a job in this time. The merit of your work, of your knowledge. Exactly. And that's what matters, you know, 
and they're Muslim too at that with being non-binary and it's like you see there's no limit like there's nothing stopping you so this is not going to be political one <laughs> well that's fine this is going to be um, a life one so first job the first job that anybody gets that is a, a milestone and a half it's like your first like brush with independence and like doing for yourself and learning new skills and connecting with people in in a professional environment versus just like hey let's hang out and be buddies like working and uh, I don't know when I got my first job I felt a real sense of accomplishment I felt proud <laughs> what was your first job I was thinking about it. I was in college, I think, working at the photography place at the time at Bayside, Miami, in Miami-Dade, in front of Miami-Dade College. And I failed miserably. I failed. I just quit to fuck it, and I left. Really? What was it about it that was just like, nope? It wasn't, it wasn't me. I didn't like, I don't, no, no. I'm trying to remember what my first job was I promised myself i'm never gonna work on no fast food places or no fast food restaurants or any of the food industry at all i'm trying to think like i feel like before i had this job i babysat before and i'd done things like that but like in in an actual with a company like with an actual mm, yeah in an actual place my i feel like yeah this, i think this really was my first job i worked at oikomoyer what is that? Uh, which is this <laughs> club on 8th Street um, mm. that played live Cuban music. And it was where I fell in love with live music. And also where I learned so much about my culture, the music, the people. Um, and it uh, afforded me the opportunity to not just speak English at work, but to speak Spanish. And... It was a, an awesome job. I was a hostess. I got paid really well for being as young as I was. I worked insane hours, though. <laughs> the hours were nutty because it's a nightclub. But um, I learned so much. And I got to sing there a couple of times. So, like, it also fed my artistic bug. That was my first job. It was all in one of my One of my favorite, like, one of my favorites. Because I had some other jobs that were, like, yeah, caca. <laughs> Um, how do you guys feel about first jobs? Is that is that a milestone for you? Is that just like a it happened? Um, okay, your turn. Okay. Ah, uh, hi. <laughs> that moment when you're left in charge. Um, I guess I'll just go ahead with one of mine, and when Chuby rejoins us, I will let. Oh, okay. I'm excited. Let Let me put this. Let's put that up there. Uh, Brian shared with us, my first job was a milestone for me in that I met a group of people who became my closest friends. I started my first band due to working there and I had a memorable romantic relationship there. Whoa, that was a heck of a job. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we really learn so much from that first opportunity. It's, a, it's the first time being pushed out there to 
be an adult, to be on your own and, and how you do those things. Um, so I'm, I, I totally consider that a milestone and I love yours, Brian, like you were knocking them out, out the ballpark. Um, another one that I have on here, birthdays for me is like a big deal. I know for a lot of people, depending on what's happening in their life, all of a sudden like the birthday becomes like the no, it could be either because you're getting older and you don't want to deal. It could be because you're going through a really rough time in your life and like celebrating your birthday seems more of a chore than, um, than a celebratory moment. But I'm big on birthdays. How do you guys feel about birthdays? Is birthdays your thing? Are you like, ah, whatever birthdays? Birthdays for me are huge. I When I was a kid growing up, I was very spoiled because my birthday got celebrated in Miami, in DR, and my birthday is my favorite. It's like my own holiday. Yeah, totally. And my mom also celebrates her birthday, the, her full, the full month. Not like celebrating your own birthday. Because I... I get that from a lot of people and especially like when difficult stuff is going on. I know a lot of my friends have expressed, I really don't feel like celebrating or whatever, but then they get a surprise party. And they're like, Oh, I'm so happy. And I'm like, ah, you, so you did want to celebrate. That's a funky thing. I feel like it's such a personal thing because sometimes when people do birthdays for us, it ends up being more about them and how they want to celebrate it for us versus something we may actually like sometimes. So, Oh no, celebrate me all day. I feel like birthdays are awesome because it doesn't matter how difficult life is at that moment during that time. You're celebrating that you came into this life and you have this family 